Hey everybody, it's Zach Amon, your host of Everybody Loves Amon. Uh, my guest this week is Laura Cook, funny Tulsa comedian. We have a lot to talk about. She's dressed up in her Halloween costume, which was kind of cool. It's always fun. Uh, if more people want to do the show dressed up in costume, for whatever reason, I don't care. That's fun. Uh, but uh, also some surprise appearances in the show this week from my washing machine. It uh, it pops up every now and then. And uh, another surprise appearance from my neighbor's dog, Minnie. She, uh, <coughs> she likes to make her appearance known. Uh, it's not a soundproof room, everybody. It's an office. Uh, walls are very thin. <laughs> and uh, keep submitting your jokes of the week. We did a joke of the week this week. It was a funny one. Uh, keep sending them to me. I want to know. I want to know what you. Uh, you know. Want to see how funny you are. And uh, thank you guys and enjoy the show. Hey everybody! Welcome to Everybody Loves Amon. This is uh, your host Zach Amon, and with me is my guest Laura Cook. Hi. Laura is the first uh, female guest on the show. Excited to have her. Very funny uh, local Tulsa comic. Uh, that seems to be the theme right now is everybody's a Tulsa comic. And uh, that's fine. I like it that way. Uh, so what's going on, Laura? Um, not a lot. I'm dressed up for Halloween. Yeah, so what are you dressed as? Um, I'm dressed as a normal person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those who don't know, Laura is... A uh, very outgoing personality, I guess I would say. Right? It's, it's strange to see, like, your hair one color. I know it's a wig, but... What do you mean? <laughs> Normally, your hair... Last time I saw you, your hair was two colors. Yeah, it's it's still blue and purple under here, but... Okay. Nice. Yeah, I have that uh, as one of the topics to discuss, is the hair. Because uh, uh -huh. it's like every time I see you, I see, it seems like your hair is always different. Sometimes I wash it, and that changes the colors a little bit. Like I've never dyed my hair. I thought about it, but I just don't think I can pull it off. Meh. You never know until you try. I guess. I guess Maybe you just true. start with the goatee. <laughs> I, I was like, if it was thicker, I would. Unfortunately, I just have this wispiness. doesn't go anywhere. Mascara. Oh, my friend Zach used to have a really puny mustache, but he wanted to have like a good one so badly. So I would mascara it every day at work for mm -hmm. him until it finally grew into the creepy dad stash it is today. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. That's funny. Sometimes I like to shave and just leave the mustache because it's funny to me. I know it's not a good look. I know I can't pull it off, but I find it funny. Do you leave the little handlebars going all the way down? Or? No, no. I just kind of just do it to like right there. Mm. Yeah. Can't the rapey kind. Yeah, the rapey kind. The very hipster rapey kind. Like yeah. you're going to sell me a used car and then probably try to put <laughs> your finger in me in the back of it? Maybe, maybe. It depends on the car. Uh -huh. uh, so, one thing we like to do at the start of the show is talk about current events. There's been a lot of interesting stuff. One that I uh, kind of cracked me up that I read today was the Colorado Secretary of State used uh, state money to buy a $470 hat. For a cybersecurity conference. What kind of hat was it? Um, I want to say it was like a... Was it a fedora? It was like, yeah, something like that. Because that's like a similar. douche move to yeah. spend that much money on a hat and 
I think it was like um like a gangster fedora kind of because like it's the story said that it had, it was like a part of a twelve hundred dollar like ensemble. <laughs> yeah. Were there feathers involved? Uh, they didn't have any photos when I was looking at it. Uh, but yeah, Colorado Secretary of State just kind of cracked me up. Republican too, spends money on anything. Sure, he wasn't just high and like forgot that it wasn't his money. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It is Colorado. Have you been to Colorado? I have, but it was when I was in middle school. So it wasn't cool then. I mean, I had a nice time. You know, my parents weren't chaperones on one of the trips, so (laughs) I felt really cool. Yeah. We went skiing. I'm bad at it. Yeah, my friends always want me to go skiing, and they're like, you'll love it. And I'm just like, I know I won't. Like, I know myself well enough to be like, I'll never ski. It's not my thing. Oh, it was a lot of fun. I just almost died a lot. Yeah, see, that's that just doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> that's okay. I like teetering on the edge, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it snow is feel just... Alive. Snow is just awful. Oh, I like snow. I can't, I can't handle snow. I like to build things out of it. I'm real good at dragons. Dragons yeah. are pretty easy. I can barely do snowmen. Mm. Those are hard. It's the snow women that are more difficult, though. Like, getting the boob snowballs to bond to the torso part is really difficult. I could imagine that. Take some engineering. I wonder if it'll snow this year. Do you think it'll snow in Oklahoma this year? It usually does at least once. And everybody drives badly. It's like a driving apocalypse. <laughs> No, it's like any time it rains, basically, there's no more bread at the grocery store, so. It's always the end of the world. I wish. So the next story is, uh, this one kind of freaked me out a little bit. Uh, So the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, which I just found funny, has created a ninja robot. And, like, basically this robot is, like, super agile, really strong, can, like, is basically doing like these tiny military obstacle courses and it's it was frightening to watch <laughs> oh is the what does the robot look like is it like one of those dogs uh, no it's because not a dog it's like creep um, me the fuck out it's like an actual where's that where's that where's that No, not an anime. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. They showed like some videos of it, and uh, yeah, here it is. Atlas. It's called Atlas. Oh, Atlas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like somewhat of like a humanoid-looking thing. 330 pounds. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good, like, lightweight pelvic cage there. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, see? It's terrifying. Look at that. I hate that. Why is it so top-heavy? It probably takes a lot of... Oh, legs aren't supposed to do that. Right? <laughs> They're like, this is the future of the military, and I'm like, this is a terrifying concept. At the same time, it though, it would uh, make the military a lot safer. I suppose it would. Oh, it learned. 
That video, one of the video, I don't know if it'll show it on this one, but there was one that I saw where it like ran up some boxes. What's it doing with its arms now? I have no idea. Is it conjuring it's like, Satan? It's like super big and clunky, right? Like it wouldn't, yeah. I don't know. It'll be a couple years, I feel like, before we ever see any of these things. Surely they can make it a little cuter or something. I don't know, man. Maybe less terrified. Or do we want the enemy to be more terrified of our spooky robots? I would, yeah. Or do you want them, like, looking super precious and then come, and so they have their guard down? I personally, I don't think I'd want a robot at all. They're terrifying. They just, you know, I'm one of those people that got way too into the Matrix. You know, the machines will take over. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. They will. And this is just the beginning of it. One day it'll realize its purpose. I'm ready for them to take over. I don't want to be in charge. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, this next story is pretty funny to me. There was a father and son. I can't remember where it's at, but they uh, the father was dressed up as a Nazi, and the baby was dressed up as Hitler. It was like a Halloween costume thing. Let me see where that was at. That's terrible. Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. The, so it couldn't be, yeah, Kentucky. In Kentucky. Kentucky okay. dad, father, son. At least he apologized. Right, what horrible timing! And uh, I, I was as I was reading this, I found out that the baby was actually, or the kid was actually uh, asked for a comment, to which he said "juju gaga." Uh, but yeah, I just found this like insane. It's like why would I don't see why? Well, they... I mean, remember when Prince Harry got in all that trouble for dressing up as a Nazi at some Halloween party in like the early two thousands? Yeah. I vaguely. mean, everybody shot themselves. Why would this guy think that it would be different? Like, Kentucky's not that backwards. And that was a really intricate costume for him, too. Right. He must have spent a lot. It looks like this lady's, like, defending it? I don't know. Insane story and couldn't happen at a worse time. <laughs> no shit. In Kentucky. Does anything good come out of Kentucky besides yeah. chicken? Yeah, um, Louisville has a lot of great breweries, actually. Oh, My best friend moved up there a few years ago and finally got to go visit her, and I had a really awesome time. Never been. I don't think I've ever been to Kentucky. It's not bad. And like, I had an uncle who lived there, and he didn't have any kids, so when he died, he left me and my sister a bunch of stock in Kentucky Farmer's Bank. Nice. So I get like a sixteen dollar check once a month. <laughs> hey, it's that's... like oh, he's like it's like he's still alive and he's sending me a birthday present. Yeah. Here's your fifteen dollar check, you know. Hey man, that's that's a that's a dinner right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. And now uh, moving on, we're gonna get into some topics. Uh, I don't know, these are just random topics. Um, so comedy, you're a comedian. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, when did you start? How long ago, or how long have you been doing it? It was two years in September, actually. Nice, nice. And uh, where did you get your start? The parlor? Um, no, actually, um, I started out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good way to do uh, it. Well, I was dating this trash person who's a terrible comedian, and. I was driving him to Yeti Riders Night, yeah. as I often did, because, you know, he has, hasn't had a fucking car in his entire life. Yeah. And on the way, he kept saying, like, 
oh, you said these funny things today and, like, last week. I'm going to, like, work that in. I'm going to say that on stage. And I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? That's not yours. And he's like, doesn't matter. Like, if you're not a comedian, then it's fair game. (laughs) And so I was like, well, fine. Fuck you then. And I signed up. And then I didn't stop. Nice. And is this comedian still in the scene today? No, um, he was harassing a lot of women, so he got banned from a lot of the open mics, and now he's moved to another state, where I hope he gets eaten by an alligator. Oh, okay. Well, as he should, as rude. Don't do that, dudes. I feel bad for the alligator, but it has to happen. Alligators gotta eat, you know, and then where, I'm assuming Florida... Yeah. Um, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. I always forget Louisiana's got the gators as well. Oh, yeah, both terrible places. <laughs> Florida more so than Louisiana, I think. But... Yeah. Louisiana has less bath salts, I think. Because everybody's drunk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> on top of, you know, you do comedy, you also host a show at the Starlight. I do. Uh, once a month, right? Yes, it's every third Friday. Yeah. And I also hosted one at the Beehive Lounge every fourth Thursday, but the Beehive Lounge closed oh, very I didn't recently. Know that, yeah. yeah, we're gonna move the show to the first shop and okay. do every fourth Wednesday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, how'd the Starlight Show get started? Well, I'm good friends with the owners, Robin Lynn Robertson, mm-hmm. and they were trying to figure out what they, you know, wanted to do for entertainment and stuff. And so Hilton Price and myself jumped right on that. We're like, oh, we need to have a comedy show here. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's such a, like, great little setting. It's not a very large area, but yeah. but it always just packs out. Yeah. I've always liked the intimate, more intimate kind of places. Like, the fur shop is so cool about, like, I like the size of that place. I think that the room where we do stuff at the first shop looks like we built a clubhouse to like play <laughs> comedy in. Right? A little bit. Especially with the sign in the back. Yeah. How it's made of different sign pieces. Although it is kind of perfect for comedy because we're in front of a real brick wall and yeah. Yeah. and some swanky curtains. Yeah, swanky curtains in front of... Yeah, those are some... I'm always scared to like even like touch those because of all the dust that could just be. Oh yeah, I'm sure that. It's probably disgusting. Anyone with allergies would die instantly. Yeah, it's disgusting, but awesome all at the same time. Oh yes. Tonight is the uh, dress up night. It is. Yeah. Are you gonna dress up? Yeah, I am going as uh, Pac-Man. Charlotte and I are gonna go as Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, and then Crosby's just gonna be a ghost. I only wanted to get my boyfriend to do a couple's costume with me as no. Randy and Mr. Leahy from Trailer Park uh, Boys. I was but, just watching Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, but he won't leave the house shirtless. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, well, fuck <laughs> you then. But it's like, that's the commitment to the bit. Uh, I love the Trailer Park Boys. Rest in peace, Mr. Leahy. Oh, I know. I wore several to... out for him. Yeah. Because one is not enough to satiate his ghost. Yeah. I wanted to go. I had this idea to go as Ryan Green. And I was going to go do just a whole set. Because I think I have a sweater vest somewhere. And I was going to do like a whole set as Ryan. Ooh, that'd be good. But then we were like, well, that's not couple-y enough. And I was like, you could be Deacon. <laughs> I oh. could put a bald cap on you. <laughs> oh, both of them would hate that so much. Oh, I know. And it, it would be so funny. 
Oh, yeah, just watching them be upset about it would be the best thing for me. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. So we we already kind of started the topic of hair. Ah, yes. um, What inspires you to, like, dye your hair uh, the different colors? Are you just, like, one day you're like, oh, I want to do it this way? Or are you just, like, see something? Well, I always thought it looked so cool when I was... Like, when I was little, I would watch, like, all the daytime talk shows with my grandma. Mm-hmm. We would, like, fold laundry, or I'd, like, put curlers in her hair, and we'd watch, you know, all the good ones, like Sally and uh, mm-hmm. Ricky Lake. But Ricky Lake had these, like, guests on it that were like, my wild punk teen is out of control. And I was like, <laughs> they look cool. Yeah look at their hair and I always wanted to do it but my mom wouldn't let me and then when I was like 27 I was just like you know what I can do this if I want to so I started with blue and it was blue for a good solid year before I decided to do other things nice yeah it's been all kinds of colors yeah I feel like it's tied to my mental health now somehow when it starts to get dingy, I feel like I'm disgusting. <laughs> I, uh, no, I've, I'm always impressed because I'm just like, wow. Uh, I don't think I'm brave enough to dye my hair. Like, we, I, I remember well, I was I mean, gonna... you could always dye over it if you didn't like it. Yeah, that's true. And my hair, my natural hair color is the same as yours. Uh, nice dark yes. black. Uh, so, would you say you like the uh, punk culture then? You a big punk fan? I do like a lot of punk music, yeah. and I love going to the Fuck You, We Rule OK Fest every summer. That's yeah. a fucking blast. I don't think I've heard of that. Oh, um, it's been... I think they just had the fifth one this really? past summer. People come from all over the country. That's pretty it's, cool. It's a lot of fun, but... You know, I enjoy a lot of aspects of it, people getting together from all over the place and fucking partying. Yeah, yeah. It is fun. And Oklahoma Oklahoma seems to be, like, growing in that aspect of, like, doing festivals more. It is. uh, What's the other thing they're doing? I can't remember now. But, yeah, it seems like we're, you know, like, I think about the Tulsa comedy scene when I started. And it was, it's felt so small, the same group of guys, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's like, you know, we're huge, we're talked about. It's kind of Yeah. And I finally, and it finally feels like there's kind of like the same number of like women mm-hmm. that are involved. Yeah. Is it um different being a female in comedy? I mean, I have to deal with a lot of bullshit sometimes yeah like i had a guy say that like the only reason that you're getting booked is because you have to have a girl on the bill it's basically affirmative action yeah that's not so yeah i know he was garbage yeah anyway you're put on the bill for being funny right i think you're very funny laura oh thanks i've always enjoyed your sets uh now that being said i don't think women are funny at all no i'm just kidding uh that's the thing someone else said Women didn't used to have to be funny, but now they're all fat, so they have to do something to compensate for it. I think men are intimidated by funny women. I like. Why is that? I um, I don't know. I think it's like always kind of uh, you know, like the dudes always kind of want to be the 
ones in charge of the conversation leading it. And a funny woman has a way of like being able to take control of the conversation. And uh, I think that intimidates dudes. You know, a lot of men don't like strong women, as weird as that is. It's just, it's a weird thing I've noticed. Maybe it's me just like looking at things, but I don't know. It's just something I've realized. Because I find myself doing that sometimes where I'm like, gosh, shit. You know, uh-huh. this lady's way too funny. I'm intimidated by this. But at the same time, I'm like, some people are just better. That's no big deal. Who are your top female comedian, favorite comedians? I really, really love Sarah Silverman. Me too. I I remember when I when her show came out on Comedy Central, like the Sarah Silverman program. Yeah. I would get together with a bunch of friends and we would watch that every week. We had a whole like list of things that we would TiVo and then watch together. But one of them had watched it by himself and called me and he was like, Laura, did you write a show? Because I think this this reminds me of you. Yeah. Have you and I watched, watched it and I was like, this is great. Have you watched her new one yet, the I Love You America? No, I really want to. I haven't either. I heard it's good. I see like clips for it all the time on Facebook. I'm always like curious. I just there's just, there's just so much T V. There is. There's just so much to watch. I'm in the middle of like four shows right now. Mm. There's just no time. No time. Never time. Uh, so I like to play this game. It's called the three questions game, where okay. I ask you three questions and uh, answer in any way you choose. Uh, it's a lot of fun for uh, me, you, the audience, the people listening. Let's check in on them. How are they doing? They seem to be doing fine. I like to create the illusion that this is a much bigger show than what it is. Ah. Uh. You know, it gets the people excited for something. So. Here's your first question of the three questions game. What is your dream state to live in? As in, like, a state in the like United States? Live. Yeah. Okay. Or if you want, we could do, like, countries. Like, if you could move. Mm. If you could live anywhere, where would dream place? Let's do that. Wow. Really, anywhere the people I love are, for the most part. I'd prefer that we weren't, like, in a fucking desert or a tundra. You know, I That's went to fair. San Diego once. It was real nice. Really? I like the ocean, and mm. I like moderate weather. Moderate weather. I do, too. But just, I'm one of those people who, like, isn't like, me. if that tells Oklahoma is stupid. Like, I am. <laughs> I really en- I enjoy living here. The cost of living so cheap. I would be homeless pretty much anywhere else. Oh, yeah. I am so poor. So, like, this is a pretty good place for me, and I'm managing to have a really good, get a really good education, have, like, my family's here, a lot of my good friends are here. I, but I, you know, I have friends everywhere, and I'm sure anywhere I went, I would be okay. Yeah. But I really don't think it's so bad here. I'm having a good time. Yeah. I don't know. I've lived here my whole life. Me too. Still change of pace, I guess. So Oklahoma then, huh? So you're already living. You're already living your dream. That's pretty cool. I don't know if if it's the dream, but it's not (laughs) bad. Yeah. I'm not going to bitch about it if I don't have that much shit to bitch about. Yeah. Like, make the racists go away, I guess. But... We're trying. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to find it in like fewer numbers somewhere else true it's 
Seems like a lot of racists are uh, popping up today. Ugh. It's just a weird time. We live in a weird time right now, Laura. It's strange. That's true. Yeah, it's uh, those racist robots. Racist. Just, wait, that's yeah. a different thing. It just seems like um, we're in an alternate uh, universe, kind of. I don't think. A little bit. Yeah, I don't think like anybody could have predicted this, you know, twenty years ago. I certainly couldn't have. It's ridiculous. Also, I was eleven, and the top of my list at that time was like. Writing a love letter to Zach Hansen, so makes sense. Makes very much. So, you uh, you do bartending, right? You're a bartender. I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is your? So this is the second question. What is your uh, favorite drink to make? Do you have like a? Okay, that's a question you ask bartenders to piss them the fuck off. Actually. Oh really? I didn't know that. I mean, like. I'm learning something too here. Like. My favorite drink to make is the one I'm making for myself. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter if I'm in a if I'm working a crowded fucking room and someone's like, "Oh, what's your favorite drink to make?" I'm like, "A shot of fucking whiskey, please <laughs> go." There's 800 people who are like, "I've been waiting for 45 minutes and you fucking have it." Yeah. You've been standing there for maybe 3. You know, there are other people here. My favorite fucking drink to make. Fuck you, Zach Amy. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I didn't know. What are some <laughs> no, other, like, um, pet peeves for bartenders? I didn't know this kind of... But we're going to learn okay. something today. That way I don't do this. They say things... They're just like, can I get a beer? And I'm like, all right, what kind do you <laughs> want? And they're, yeah. they just, like, stare at me. Like, I guess they just see it in the movies and think that that's how you're supposed to fucking order a beer. Yeah. It's like, no, they're just trying to avoid product placement. Like... Yeah. And most of the bars where I've worked have, like, a really large craft beer selection. Yeah. I used to wait tables at McNally's, which has, like, three over 300 beers. Oh, and people would be like, what's on tap? And I'm like, here's the list of the 100 draft beers we have. Yeah, McNally's is, uh, their whole beer list is insane. It is. It's like a novel. I love it. I like variety. I do too. I, I like also, it. I miss beer a lot since I've been doing keto. I can't have it. Oh yeah, how's that going? It's working. Yeah. I've I've lost about twenty five pounds now, yeah. which nice. Congrats. Yeah, I'm hoping that like my tits will just fall off so my back won't hurt anymore. I don't have that issue, so I can't. Mm. I can't. I mean, I can sympathize, but I can't. Uh, no, the beer thing's getting really bad. I had a sip of somebody's PBR the other day, and it tasted like an IPA to me. Yeah. So, like, like, not oh, even, no. like, no beer at all? You can't even do, like, one or two, like, every now Too and many then? carbohydrates. I uh, can have, yeah. like, I can have, like, a Michelob Ultra, but that's bullshit. Yeah. It's not beer. It's trash. My aunt and uncle really like that stuff. <laughs> not into it. Not my thing. Uh... So that's interesting. I did not know that. I will now forever never ask a bartender that question. Not that I ever have. I, I don't. I have social anxiety when it comes to talking to bartenders. Because I just, I never know what I want when I go. I just get the same thing every time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to a place and it's not busy, if you come to the Starlight when I'm working, you know, I can help spirit guide you. Yeah. Like, we definitely want to help you get find something that you want because we want you to be happy and we want you to spend time and money at our bar. Yeah. 
Like, we genuinely don't hate you. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a difference between if it's crowded as fuck or, like, a Tuesday afternoon, I'll spend 45 minutes coaching you yeah. to get the drink you want. Uh, let me mention, like, the movies. Is um is it true that bartenders are, uh, you know, kind of like, like, are you, like, do people tell you just some, like, deep personal shit as a bartender? Yeah. Yeah? That happens? Sometimes. That's funny. Uh, could you share, like, a crazy story that you heard, or would that be too much? Ooh. Well, I was... As long as we keep it anonymous. I was bartending at this barbecue restaurant that is now closed. R.I.P. But pretty much the entire staff was there getting wasted because most people were off. The only person who worked after midnight was me, mm -hmm. the bartender. And some people ran outside and then came back in and I found my friend's boyfriend and her best friend sitting at the bar basically just talking very openly about how they're fucking each other. <laughs> and I was just and I was just like, hey, guys, I'm right here. Like, <laughs> you know I'm going to, like, snitch on you right now, right? Yeah. Like, that's my friend. And they're like, but you're the bartender. <laughs> it's like a confidentiality thing. I know. It's, like, you're wasted and stupid, and you're doing <laughs> real bad stuff to my really nice friend. Oh, that is crazy. You like barbecue? Yeah. Yeah? What's your favorite barbecue place? Uh, well, duh, Burn Co. It's probably the best one in town. I've never had it. It's fantastic. You should give it a shot. Okay, I'll put it on my list. I'm making a list of all these things I need to try, so Burn Co. And the last question of the three questions game. Ooh. Arguably the hardest. Uh, what two animals are on the Australian coat of arms? I don't know. Tell me. The kangaroo and the emu. Ah, oh, those are terrifying animals, actually. Kangaroos are a lot scarier than I feel like people. Kangaroos have three vaginas. I well, I didn't know that. They do. That's insane. What do you mean three, four? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to hop while they're mating, and it's just in case. I don't know. I looked it up one time. Really? Because I was curious, but. It didn't stick with me. Excuse me, that was loud. Uh, yeah, no, and it's like kangaroos are jacked. Like anytime I see so a photo, fucking ripped. Yeah, they're just just cut animals. It's like, what is their workout regimen? Oh no, they can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like. I couldn't. I wouldn't fuck with a kangaroo. I wouldn't fuck with an emu either. Ugh. They're the nastiest looking. Birds. I don't fuck with birds in general. Yeah. Birds are disgusting. Absolutely. They're terrifying. I think I've only like liked one bird once, and he's dead now, so it doesn't matter. Now I hate all birds. <laughs> that one bird ruined it for everybody. I don't think... Have I ever liked a bird in my life? No. Mm. I had... My old pap had birds at one... Well... Yeah, he had two, what are they called, cockatoos, cockatees. Yeah, the, the white ones with yeah. the big mohawks. They were just loud, that's all I remember. And I was yeah. like, I couldn't have a bird, that's just too much noise. Yeah. Like, you know, parrots are interesting, but it's like, you know. Yeah. 
some of my friends took one of their animals to this like bird specialty clinic and one of the birds that was lived in the clinic used to live in a drug house before they rescued it nice. so when you would go inside the bird would just go you a fucking cop <laughs> that is so funny that's the only reason i would ever like want to parrot is that i could teach it stupid shit to say to people because mm. that is just that is some funny shit are you a cop parrots are weird Oh, fuck, I didn't set that up for this game. We're going to skip this game. Okay. I didn't set up for it. That's my bad. I forgot we were going to try it. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, third show jitters. Uh, it's a game called Nickelbacker Garbage Truck. Mm. Um, no. There's no differentiation. Exactly. That's the fun part of the game. <laughs> so, like, you always win no matter what. You always win. I like the guests to always win. Because if they don't, then I look like a douchebag. You do anyway. I mean, yeah, I, I put off that vibe a lot. And I get that. But uh, we're going to do... Uh, here we go. This question is the... Uh, what's the last show slash movie you saw or are watching or watched? Well, there is a lot of pressure in a group chat I'm in to watch The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. I've heard a lot of good things. So I'm watching it. How is it? So far, it's spooky. Yeah. But not like jump scare spooky. It's like mm, sneaky spooky. I don't know. Somebody I, described it in a better way than I just did. I think I know what you mean. But I'm only like on the first episode. I tried to watch it while I was drying my hair and I got tired because it was late and I was drunk. There was a cheese fountain and a limo. It was a whole thing. That sounds like an incredible story. Wait, like a cheat? Like you were around a cheese fountain in a limo, or that was in the show? No, I was around it. Where did where did you find a cheese fountain? Well, one day I was at a football tailgate with my boyfriend. He's nice. the sports person, not me. And I was giving him shit because I went to a wedding reception with him once, and he was like, "Oh, you should go with me. I heard there's going to be a cheese fountain." we got there and there was no fucking cheese fountain so Damn. i was bringing up again how he lied to me about a cheese fountain being present and he was like girl you want a cheese fountain and then he pulled out his phone and ordered a cheese fountain nice it's it's very cute and little it's a yeah. small cheese fountain but a cheese fountain nonetheless so he hooked that up nice and we we're having a few people over and then my friend Kara shows up driving a limo. We're like, why are you driving this limo, Kara? And she's like, it's my limo. Nice. She just has a limo that she drives sometimes. Hey. And it's it's pimp as fuck. It's like an old Cadillac one. Yeah. It's not a super long one. Yeah. The classy kind of... It's a classy limo That's for classy cool. ladies. That is pretty cool. I don't so know then she drove us to the classiest bar, the Buccaneer. That's just and right over there. It is. Actually, Dustin lives, like, right behind you. Really? That's funny. Yeah. I've... This whole, like, area, I live really close, too. Uh, yeah, I know the Starlight's just right up there, too. Yeah, I just don't know about that. Uh, I know I'm going to get drunk and ride one of those stupid Lime scooters to Starlight. Yeah. They're... Those are pretty cool. Have you ridden one yet? I haven't ridden one yet, but... They look fun. Yeah, they do look like a lot of fun. Uh... I'm going to try to ride one once I can. 
But uh, yeah, what's funny is like actually across the street from me a couple months ago, a girl lived there that I went to high school with, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know it. And then like I saw her boyfriend there as he was like moving stuff out, and I was like, whoa, what a small world. I'm so glad I didn't see you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just funny. I just. Uh, it makes uh, you know I've li- I've come to Tulsa my whole life because my mom lives up here, and I'm, now that I've lived up here, I'm finally starting to like put pieces together of like how the city is like. I'm like, oh okay, I know where this is. I'm really bad with directions, but now I'm starting to figure oh. it out. I think that's the point of what I was getting to. I don't know. I don't know, Laura. You excited for Halloween? Yeah, I like Halloween a lot. You uh, doing anything cool Halloween party? It's on a Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I already did a few Halloween party things. Um, Like, I went to, like, three Halloween parties and a bar Halloween party on Saturday. Nice. So, I think that I... Yeah, I think I did all of, like, the major Halloweening I'm gonna do. I don't know. Wednesday, I usually do trivia, but it's canceled, so I'll probably just hang out with my boyfriend and, you know, eat cheese. Out of your cheese fountain. Well, now, what kind of cheese do you use in the cheese fountain? Like, can you use, like, any cheese, or do you have to get, like, a special... Well, it's... Obviously, it's got to be, like, queso, right? But you have to make sure it's thin enough to circulate in the fountain. So... Like, we we melted some, like, white Velveeta and put a little bit of salsa in it and, like, some milk to make it thin enough. Yeah. And, like, sometimes just adding a little more salsa thins it out enough. But you have to be quick. It doesn't have a heater in it, so it, doesn't, so it like, can solidify. So sometimes yeah. you have to add a little more milk to keep the fountain going. Huh. I wonder why I wouldn't have a heater. I don't know. It's he. He wasn't like I will buy you the finest cheese fountain. <laughs> Just a cheese fountain. A cheese fountain, hey, and I. It's I'm rules. not complaining. It's yeah. awesome. It's still so cool. I don't have a cheese fountain. I would kill for a cheese fountain or a chocolate fountain. Oh, well, it's the fountain? same thing. Yeah. What do you? Do you like chocolate fountains? I do. Pretty awesome. Just an insane invention. One of the greatest of all times, in my opinion. Probably. Like, I think more than the space shuttle or anything like that. Um, so, you got any, uh, we're gonna do some plugs. You got anything coming up? You got any, I know we plugged the Starlight show. Yeah, literally, Starlight every third Friday starts at 9 p.m. It's, it's a blast. It's a great room. It's always packed out, so you have to get there early is the only thing. Yeah. We've had to turn people away at the door a couple of times nice. because we hit capacity, which is great. That is pretty cool. That's always mm-hmm. nice. And then you know we're going to start the new show at the first shop every fourth Wednesday. And then every Monday is the first shop open mic where you can That's catch right. both of us most of the time. Mm-hmm. We're usually always there. Had a pretty crazy week last week. Um, and now we're going to move to the joke of the week section. Joke of the week. Joke of the week. So, uh... How this works is people have wrote to me and sent in a joke, and if you ever want to try it, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Uh, basically, it's just like, it has to be an original joke with your name attached to it, and I put it in this little solo cup because I don't have a bowl yet. Okay. And I have three here, and we're just going to pick one, and we're going to see, pick one. 
gonna see. Here we go. So the joke of the week is, I think bidets are pretentious. You'd have to be a real asshole to use one. And that was submitted by Sean Singleton. We know Sean. Yes. Sean's cool guy, funny guy. Uh, if that joke landed, you're welcome to everybody who found it funny. Uh, I think it's not bad. Have you ever Obviously, used a bidet? I have. Really? Never used one. I had some friends who moved to the UK, and when I went to visit them, they had them just in their house. Yeah. Their house just came with them. And I yeah, was I think like, they're well, big over there. They are. So I thought, why not shoot this water up my butt, I guess. When in, when in Rome. Uh, no. Oh, it was great. I would, 10 out of 10, would blast my you ass would, again. You would purchase a bidet if you could? I don't know about purchase one. <laughs> but, I mean, like, unless they come standard with the house, yeah. I'm not spending any extra cash. But if you, like, found, like, a restaurant or somewhere that had one. Yeah, using would, that. You'd frequent that restaurant. They have some at, at toilets with them built in at, like, TU right now. Really? Yeah, I went by for some reason. I think I just had to get transcripts or something, but they had these... They had normal toilets, and then I accidentally went in the stall with one of the fucking space toilets, and <laughs> it took me, like, 900 years to figure out how to flush the goddamn thing, but yeah. also there was, like, a bidet feature, and, like, some of it was in Japanese, I think. And... When I went to Japan, they had bidets, but it, it was all in Japanese, so I had no idea how to run it, and I was like, I'm not even gonna try, because oh. I don't want to, like, hurt myself or anything. Uh... That's kind of cool. I'm going to have to put that on my list as well. Try a bidet. Or a bidet, as it is. Bidet. Bidet. A bidet. And then, uh, at the end of the show, I like to do what I call a semi-inspirational speech. um, Where I try to inspire people by being as real, as honest as possible. So the the speech this week is that life kind of sucks. You know? It has its ups and downs. But you have to push through the ups and downs, correct? You can't let the downs get you down. <laughs> right, Laura? But that's what say? downs are. I know. They get you down. Yeah. While life is terrible sometimes, there's always, uh, what is it called, a silver lining, maybe? Yeah. Or a bright, uh, bright light that you walk into at the end of your life. I don't know. See, this is why it's a semi-inspirational speech. It's not... It's not supposed to get you going. It's supposed to be like, oh, he's sad. <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. You're a comic. We're sad. It's We're all fight. sad. And uh, so that brings us to the end of the show. Laura, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was a really nice chair. Thank you. I try to get the best chair, These the best nice seat in the floors. house. Yes, wooden floors. Uh, always a classic. This used to be my grandmother's house, which is... Uh, just weird still weird like I still like have to process that I'm in this house I get it yeah it's weird but uh, I appreciate you coming on you are episode three you know all right I was like it's about time I get a get a lady on here and I couldn't have asked for a better one oh thanks and I hope to have you on again sometime groovy and uh Oh, thank you. Anything else you gotta say? You gotta wanna make fun of anybody or mm, send man. out a diss? No? I think I'm okay. Alright, well ladies and gentlemen at home, give it up to Laura Cook. 
Laura Cook, sorry, I don't know, I choked there. Laura Cook, uh, people are clapping. I, I believe it. You believe it, I believe it. I'm one of those people that do it too. And uh, thank you very much again. Thanks, Zach.